G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A wonderful opportunity today to talk about something that we are all enjoying so much of and that is Christian music. And there is a new opportunity coming, still on the drawing board at the moment, but very soon will be ready for release, an interactive history of Christian music. The author of this new book called Let the People Rejoice, an interactive history of Christian music, is Mike Spencer. Mike is responsible for a fabulous Australian Christian history book called One People, One Destiny, A Christian History of Australia. And now he is trying his hand in a discipline where he gets his heart and his head around the issue of Christian music and is wanting to do it in a creative and interactive way. It's our pleasure to welcome back to 2020 to Mike Spencer. Hi, Mike. Hi, Neil. Good to be here again. Mike, what a great new project you're working with. And it's not as though you're cutting your teeth as an author anymore. Uh, You've got a wonderful book with runs on the board uh, when we talk about that Christian history of Australia. This is a different kettle of fish, though, and uh, something you can get creative with. It's my heart. I I love music. I've always loved music. And uh, I developed a series of talks about Christian music um, some years ago, and I thought, well, this material is is really worthwhile for everybody to hear and everybody to read, and so that inspired me to actually put my thoughts and put my talks together into a book format. Because for many of us who listen to contemporary Christian music, the sort of music that you hear on this radio station, there is a sense in which we can think that that's what Christian music is. But there's so much more to the depth of what makes Christian music. You take it right back into the beginning of time. Yes, Jesus talks about a, a man drawing out of his out of his store old treasures and new treasures, and and it's my vision that worship in Australia would not just be contemporary, but it would also incorporate some of the wonderful older songs too. And that, that's what I want to really encourage. And I'm hoping that worship leaders will take that on board when they read it because there's such a wealth of, of wonderful material that's been sung in the past. You know, we don't want to throw that all out. And when I say take it back to the beginning of time, there is a sense here in which you're describing what the Bible describes as music to God even before creation and uh, even to the personality of, uh, of Lucifer, who you say was the leader of the choir of heaven. This sort of thing indicates, doesn't it, that music has been a part of who God is even before creation. That's right. There are, there are more than 500 references to music in the Bible, and even God himself is said to be musical in Zephaniah. The Lord your God in the midst of you, he'll rejoice over you, he'll rest in his love, he'll joy over you with singing. We used to sing that song back in the old Scripture and Song days, but it's a, it, it tells us that God is musical. 
And with something in the vicinity of 500 references to music in the Bible, uh, this gives us a clear foundation that we can glean a lot from the heart of God as to the way the music should sound that we listen to today. Yes, definitely. Um, music in the Bible has had, it served a number of different purposes. Uh, it brought freedom from bondage. It brought victory in battle where the singers and musicians went out before the armies to worship the Lord. It brought healing. It brought salvation. There's a lot of powerful spiritual principles in music which should be a part of our everyday life. When you make a contrast, Mike, about what's happening with mainstream music and the development, the continuing on development over thousands of years, this stream of Christian music, how do you see a contrast? As you mentioned before, Neil, um, Lucifer is regarded as the, the heavenly choir master, and when he fell, he didn't forfeit his ministry. He didn't forfeit his ability in music. He just corrupted it. And so we see today that we've got two streams of music. We've got the music of heaven, we've got the music of God, but we've got the music that's been corrupted by Satan. We don't have to look too far to see that. Mike, let me ask you about this new creative process that you want to include with your new book, the way that people will be able to look at your book interactively. What is What are you proposing to do? I don't just want people just to read because with music you have to experience it and so therefore I've, I refer the readers to watch video clips when we're talking about certain songs or certain composers or certain artists. I direct them to go and have a look at video clips, perhaps even go and sing the songs themselves. There are many instances where they can actually go and get the music and sing the songs themselves. So I want it to be an interactive experience where they actually read and experience the music. What you're endeavouring to bring out in your book and when you describe those Old Testament instances, the healing, the soothing nature of the music, uh, when you describe this development of Christian music through the centuries, uh, you're wanting people to actually experience the same soothing, the same healing that uh, that was experienced early on. Definitely, yes, definitely. And also I want them to be able to see that Christian music has actually got a wide variety Variety from black gospel through to southern gospel, through to hymns, spiritual songs, gospel songs, contemporary Christian. There are so many genres in, in Christian music, and so I want to broaden people's experience and broaden their understanding. When we talk about the history of Christian music, is it similar to the history of art? where really, going back to pre-Middle Ages, virtually all art had a spirituality about it, and anything that was well-known and that was popular art had a Christian uh, flavour to it. Is music a little bit like that too, where through the centuries it's been Christians who've been the generators of much of what has been popular music? Yes, definitely. You look back into the Middle Ages and, of course, the church controlled the music of the time and anything that appeared to be or, or hinted of secularism was, was frowned upon. And that, in fact, that's actually one reason why they developed the chant as a pure spiritual experience. Um, we could say that's detrimental because it, 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 it prevented the congregation from entering into singing. It was done mostly done by trained professional singers. We can say that was detrimental, and Martin Luther, of course, remedied that in the Reformation. But yes, definitely. 
Uh, and so when you describe a sort of a secular style music, it's almost as though there's like an eclipse that's happened uh, where the mainstream secular music somehow or other has uh, cut across this stream of spirituality, this stream of Christian music. And uh, for a lot of people, that's become the only sort of music they want to listen to. Yes, definitely. That's right. So, Mike, how far away is your new book? At the moment, I'm just trying to source a publisher in the United States. I want this because a lot of the music history, of course, involves the United States and and Britain. Um, I want to make it an international book, and so it would be good to tap into the American market. So I, I have got a possibility for, a, for an American publisher at the moment, but that's in the process of negotiation. And listeners will be able to hear your Kiwi accent, and uh, you know, you and I have laughed before about you being a writer of an Australian Christian history, and uh, coming from New Zealand, uh, when it comes to Australia and New Zealand, is there a particular focus that you're bringing in your new book about our music, uh, as opposed to what might be the popular or the religious music around the world? I haven't dealt with it a lot, but I, but there are two key developments of Christian music which actually took place in New Zealand and Australia. And the first one, of course, was back in the in 1970s with the scripture and song. And that was a New Zealand phenomenon. And it's it took the world by storm. And in fact, churches today are still singing scripture and song, you know, 40 years later. 50 years later and of course in Australia we have more recently the whole Hillsong phenomenon which has also taken the world by storm and is now sung internationally right around the world. So Australia and New Zealand have had very, very important influence in the history of music worldwide. All right. Now, looking forward to having your book in our hot little hands. Uh, You say we might need to wait a little while yet. It's going to be called Let the People Rejoice an interactive history of Christian music. So it's not available yet. However, for listeners at the moment, you are doing some blogs and you are talking about not only Australian history, but also some of your thoughts on musical history too. Uh, When people go to your website at mikespencer.com.au, this is a way to whet your appetite for the book coming? Definitely. I've been talking mainly about Christian history, but I will be... In the future, I will be talking about aspects of Christian music as well. And I do have PowerPoint uh, lecture series, which I'm able to also give, which can be, a, can be a day or can be just half part of a day or it could be several days. So I, have, I do have all this material available in, le- in a lecture series, which I'm very happy to, to present. Uh, and if you want to make contact with Mike via the website www.mikespencer.com.au people will be on the lookout for Let the People Rejoice an interactive history of Christian music you might also check on Mike's Australian Christian history book called One People, One Destiny A Christian History of Australia Mike Spencer, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020 Thanks Neil Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.